0: Hello, won't you join me for some sexy music to keep you between the sheets and to get you up after dark with your host, Nikki Lee. Hello and welcome to Sexy Music After Dark. This is your host, Nikki Lee. If you listen to my archived versions of my show you'll know that I don't normally archive my music shows. That's because of copyright reasons, and I can't archive the music. But this is a special show, and I wanted to archive the regular content. So what I'm doing is the content that I'm sharing will be archived, and I can't share the music, but I do have it on the sexy music Facebook page so if you'd like to hear the comments that I'm gonna share and the information that I researched that's all gonna be right here and then I've posted videos and pictures and other links and that information at facebook.com slash sexy music after dark and that's got music videos and other information and you can easily access all of that, which I'm going to post when the show premieres on Thursday, July the 1st. So all the information is there, it's just in two separate places. I'm sorry I've got to do it that way, but copyright laws are what they are, and so I'm going to have to do it that way. But let's get on with the show. Today, I want to take us on a little trip in a time machine, and I want to take us back to the summer of 1969 now the other day I was reading an article about a movie that's coming out on July the 2nd 2021 that's that's the reason for our trip back there's a movie coming out that focuses on something that started On June the 29th, 1969, if you think about the summer of 69, one of the big things that happened was Woodstock. Everybody's familiar with Woodstock. Now, now I admit, I was about three and a half in the summer of 69, so obviously I wasn't there, or if my parents were there, they didn't tell me. So, so but there was something else that happened the summer of sixty nine that didn't get nearly the media coverage. And it actually was just about as big. You know, Woodstock um happened in, in New York and there were about four hundred thousand people there. Okay, and we we've all seen We've all seen the pictures. We've all heard about all the people that headlined and all of that. But let's go back just a little bit before that. All right. Now let's, let's think about this and let's go a little bit. Okay. The summer of 69 and that was, that was a single weekend. Okay. Music legends, 400,000 people, They were counterculture revelers, they, they turned a dairy farm in New York into a pop culture nirvana. But a few weeks before that, just 100 miles to the southeast in Harlem, something just about as big started. And it actually lasted all summer, all summer long. And it happened every Sunday afternoon, except they did take off for, for the 4th of July weekend. And it was called the Harlem cultural festival. Now, unless you've been keeping up on movies coming out this summer, or you know your black history, you may not have ever heard of this before. The Harlem Cultural Festival drew in over 300,000 people over this six-week period. And like I said, it it started June the 29th, and it went throughout the entire summer, every Sunday afternoon, starting about 3 p.m., and it drew performances from huge names, some, some big names and some other people that, that weren't nearly as well known. All right. So consider some people, like I said, you're going to recognize like B.B. King, Nina Simone, Fly in the Family Stone, Chuck Jackson, Abby Lincoln, Max Roach, The Fifth Dimension, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Stevie Wonder, Mahalia Jackson, uh, Moms Mabley, and many other people. It was interesting that the New York City Police Department refused to provide security. Okay, so instead, the Black Panther Party supplied security for the group. The concert series, and this was a series of concerts, were produced by Hal Tulchin, and he filmed 40 hours of this concert. And each week on Saturday evening on WNYW, they would broadcast an hour-long special at ten thirty p m June through august nineteen sixty nine other than that, none of this film has been commercially released up until somebody decided they wanted to put this together and release it to the public for over fifty years this film sat and wasn't being used. And this summer, July the 2nd, is being released as a film that any of us can see called The Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. And like I said, I, I saw this and I knew the share w- show was going to air, my show was going to air on Thursday, July the 1st, and this was going to air on the 2nd and I couldn't resist. I had to go ahead and kind of give y'all a sneak peek. And I knew that, that it's going to be streaming on the 2nd and I just I wanted to go ahead and give y'all some information ahead of time and let y'all know some details about it so that you would know what was going on and, and share some of the music with you. And there's, there's, I, I am a huge fan of jazz and some of the blues. And like I said, I am a huge B.B. King fan. And I just I love being able to share some of this with you. So I dug and dug and dug and did plenty of research and dug around on the internet And I actually found the original lineup for the shows. So I actually know who sang on which days, which I will share on the Sexy Music After Dark Facebook page that you're welcome to come take a look at. I will share the lineup that will be posted, and I will share the uh, videos I will share the individual lineups for each day, and I will. Sh- I did find videos for each one of the songs that I'm going to share uh, tonight on the show. So I wanted to. I, I found one of the ones that I really enjoyed, um, and I, I did find music for most of the people that performed. Not all, but I found most of them, um, and I. I invite y'all to take a look too. Um, and I might even share on the page the links to some of the ones that I'm, I'm not going to include in the show just because there's not time to to share all of them. Because, I mean, you know, six, six weeks of shows, there were a lot of people that, that participated. Um, but one of the ones that I really enjoyed was, and I'm probably going to pronounce some of these wrong, Especially this one, but it was o- Ola Tunji, I believe, um, and he's he's known as, ha- as having the drums of passion. How could I resist, right? So I want to start the show off with a drum solo of his, and I-, I think you will enjoy that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share his, um, and then. Um, after that, I also want to share Max Roach and his song is called The Third Eye. And then one that I think, some of these, some of these are going to be new for you. Okay. And some, like the one after that, I am pretty sure you're going to recognize, uh, that would be Sly and the Family Stone. And I bet you're going to recognize this called hot fun in the summertime and what an awesome song they chose to finish up the first day of this awesome six-week event and this was the um music that was played on the first day of the festival which was on june the 29th 1969 Alright. Now, on, they, they did skip, skip the week of July the 4th, because it was a holiday weekend. And, but they did pick things back up on July the 13th. And they had Mahalia Jackson, uh, the Staples Singers, Herman Stevens and the Voices of Faith, Reverend Josie Jackson and the Operation Bread Basket Band. What a name. Um, what a long name now the one that I'm going to share with you is the Staples Singers and their song Let's Do It Again okay on July the 20th they kicked things off with a bang with Stevie Wonder and if you're going to If you're going to kick off a day, definitely kick it off with Stevie Wonder. Now, I want to share with you, yester me, yester you, yesterday. All right, I also found a clip from Stevie Wonder on American Bandstand from 1969 where he is very young and Dick Clark is very young. So I'll be sharing that on the Sexy Music After Dark Facebook page if you'd like to take a look. It it was just it was too neat not to share. Okay, David Ruff. You may not have heard of him, um but I wanted I want to share one of his songs. He was on the lineup right after Stevie Wonder and I want to share his song Walk Away from Love. And right after that, someone you may or may not heard of, his name is Chuck Jackson, and he's going to sing any day now. Now, when you start a day off with Stevie Wonder, how do you wrap it up? Who would be an appropriate person? Or group to wrap up the day. What about Gladys Knight and the Pips? That's right, that July the 20th, 1969, they started off the day with Stevie Wonder and wrapped it up with Gladys Knight and the Pips. Now, I looked at quite a few songs, trying to figure out what song I would like, and the one that I picked is Midnight Train to Georgia. Oh, and you know, actually, actually, I'm wrong. They also, after Gladys Knight and the Pips performed, the Lou Parks dancers also performed. So don't want to don't want to forget to mention anybody. So let's let's listen to Gladys Knight and the Pips with Midnight Train to Georgia. On July the 27th, they wanted to make sure that they added some variety. They wanted to make sure, well, and, and it's, it was to feature all sorts of, of music, and it was truly a cultural festival. So, we had different types of music. They had Mongo Santa Maria, Marie Barreto, Cal... I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but with each one of these, I'll be posting links to for YouTube to a variety of their music. We have Herbie Mann and the Harlem Festival Calypso Band, so a wide variety of music to take a look at, and you can get a, get a feel for the different music that they played, and very diverse sort of day. Awesome. Awesome music. All right. Now, on August the 17th, one of my favorites, to say the least. We started the day off on August the 17th with Nina Simone and an awesome song that likely you've heard. You might not have heard her version, but I'm betting you've heard somebody's version. So let's start off our our remnants of... August the 17th, with I Put a Spell on You. Alright, if I mentioned the song The Thrill is Gone, what artist would that bring to mind? I would guess B.B. King. <laughs> that man can do so much with a guitar oh my gracious uh you know i i think he's one of the reasons i'm such a huge jazz fan i i just i he is what can i tell you him and lucille and in case you're not aware lucille was um the name of his guitar so let's listen to the thrill is gone by bb king The evening was rounded out by the Harlem Festival Jazz Band. Isn't it interesting how each each day kinda has a theme with the sort of music that they wanted to play? I just I I think the producer did a fantastic job with this event. Now on August the twenty fourth, Roke Bay and Company and Listen My Brothers and Company rounded out the event and I I can't imagine having been there for all six weeks and the unbelievable music that that a person would have heard. It just, it's amazing. And I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to seeing the the documentary when it airs. So feel free to drop by the website or on the um, Facebook page on the Sexy Music After Dark. And let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you see the movie, see the documentary, definitely let me know what you think. Um, on the website, it'll be www.readyforloveradio.com slash sexymusic dash 19. Can you believe 19 music shows? Wow, that's hard to believe. Remember the first one. And I will be archiving... The details, I can't archive the music, but I can archive uh, the information about the festival and the artist and that information. Um, So if you've gone to the new archive site, it'll be there. And I will also put the new archive site link on the page for today's show. So, again, that is www.readyforloveradio.com slash sexymusic dash the number 19. So, something else I forgot to mention. The person who put this documentary together, the man behind this, who saw, he actually saw a clip of... The film from the festival, and I think it was like 15 years ago, 15 or 20, and he was doing a show in Europe, and he saw a clip of this, and that piqued his interest, right? And then he decided several years ago that he had to do something with it. And that man, you actually may know him, from the band, The Roots, or from his gig as the leader of the Tonight Show House Band. And that would be Quest Love Thompson. So he is the person. He It's funny. I was reading um, an article with an interview from him. And he was saying, you know, everything he had done creatively up to now... Has been behind something Um, behind drums behind the band behind something and this is giving him a chance to be out front he likes it he likes being out front and he's gonna do more he's got more ideas for more documentaries and he wants to bring more stories out and I believe it was Sundance where this story was brought out originally, or this film once it was done, and that went well, and now it's coming out, and so July the second. So if you're if you're listening to the premiere of this radio show, uh, it's tomorrow, okay, and it's going to be in theaters. Uh, I don't know how limited or, or how big a release, uh, but also on Hulu. And depending on which other apps you have, you may also be able to stream it other places. Um, so I know I'm going to be looking on the second to see if one of the apps I have will get it for me. And we will be looking to find it as quick as possible because I want to see it. So I hope you all enjoyed the show tonight. And I will look forward to being with you next week on. Ready for Love Radio.